welcome back to another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum on the ever-amazing Ruminations Radio Network. Today, again, I'm your host on this wild journey through 2000s slasher movies, The New Blood. And with me, as always, are two very, very wonderful people with differing opinions. Uh, to my right, virtually, we got Ian. What do we? My, 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 oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. How's it going? Oh, Jesus. What Good was that? Part. How are you? I'm scared. I was mid stretch. And <laughs> oh, dude, Mitch is going to hate you for that one. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. Mitch, I'm sorry. Yeah. How are you doing? Doing, uh, doing fine. Doing fine. How are you doing, Brennan? Yeah chilling not hung over so that's a that's a that's a that's a good good start it's always good yeah. it's a glass half full kind of day right there yeah uh is your hockey stuff still going ian oh yeah um we are second in the bc division and um and we're just making some final trades and final uh pieces to our team and look, looking looking good it looking good <laughs> nice the the before christ uh, yes, that is <laughs> what the division is called. <laughs> uh, have you uh, watched or uh, played anything good in the last week? Um, unfortunately, I read none of the Tomie um, Junji Ito manga. Uh, I just didn't have time. I was like busy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What were you busy doing? Uh, um, honestly, don't even remember. I, I don't even. I don't even remember what I did today. So. It's been that kind of week for me too, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm uh, I'm empty inside. So aren't we all? Yeah, Uh, I watched The Protector two, which was complete hot and utter garbage. Um, Absolutely, oh my god, it's it's a dumpster fire. Please do not watch The Protector two. I haven't seen it. Now, would you say it's better than the Ryan Gosling drive? Uh, you know what I will say, Kyle? Let's hear it. It's better than like 95% of movies that I've seen. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's pretty good. Oh, I mean, you've seen a lot of shit movies. Sorry, it's, it's worse than 95%. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I, I got confused for a second. I thought yeah. you were like trying to roast yourself somehow, but uh, no. I, I didn't get it. No. Um, I watched Near Dark which is like kind of a cult classic i guess yeah. it's been on my list for a while um bill paxson it's got like a very of its time uh cast i don't know i didn't know like anyone except for bill paxson and um lance henriksen um those were the two stars and the bill paxson obviously st- stole the show um it's i don't know it's 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 a weird one it's a weird movie the practicals are good um the love story i didn't like um and i didn't like the take on vampireism that they showed it was a weird one i don't know it was okay though is that what they call it vampireism i don't know i think no you're you're, i think it's vampirism 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 yeah 
Um, what else did I watch? Oh, The Conspiracy. I uh, watched that in the Discord. Uh, thanks to our Discord member. Dylan? Dylan, yes. Thank you. He changed his name, so I was trying to get that right. Uh, Dylan streamed it, and um, it was all right. It was it was a documentary uh, found footage kind of movie, which I very much enjoy that genre. Um, and this one was just okay. Um, and then lastly, I watched Evil Dead Trap 2. And it does not follow the story of the first one. It is completely different. And... Which is which is very disappointing because I, I really wanted to know uh, more about the ending. Um, yeah. So without going into spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without it's... going into spoilers for that movie, it doesn't follow. We'll say the like the last little thing at all, and I say no. little thing loosely. Is, no. Okay. Except That's... for the name, it's it's that is totally different. That is unfortunate. Very unfortunate because yeah. like you you do that kind of ending and then. The second one comes out, and it's a totally different movie. It's like a like a romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like this could have had some some entirely different name, and it would have been fine. That's unfortunate. But um, yeah, it was a good movie, though. I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. It had a weird style that um, yeah, it, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. I, I really I really liked it. Um, I think the third one um, will be about we'll carry on with the first one started because it's the same director. The second one isn't the same director. Interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. Can you guys think of any films where they have like a set of three or four or five movies or whatever and the first person directs it and then doesn't and skips two but then directs three? Yeah. There um, must be other examples, right? I'm trying to think, but... Oh, man. Is it oh, the Final Destination series? I'm pretty sure was it, is it James Wan? No, not no. I'm pretty sure James Wan, like the <laughs> yeah, the nothing to do with those movies. No, yeah, no, it's not James Wan. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. It's James Wong. Yeah, James Wong. He directed the first movie and the third movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Shout out to Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> he also directed Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, God. And the one. I saw that in theaters. Oof. Jelly. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, sitting to my other right is the ever charming Kyle. We the it's your boy D Skin Jacket. <laughs> Today's gonna be what Ian would call a weak sauce kind of report. In guys, I'm sorry, um, having a lot of life <laughs> stuff going on and haven't indulged in any media this week. Well, that's not true. I didn't watch any movies this week up until today when I watched The Collector. But um, I've just been. Digging into my live service kick, man. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Vanguard. I've been playing Apex Legends. I've been playing... I uh, went back to Overwatch. Um, so I've been getting down on those in the free time I have in between working. I'm transitioning jobs, so there's a lot of stuff I'm doing at home because I'm going to be working from home now and 
rearranging some stuff and uh, making some changes. But um, I did finally beat Ghostwire Tokyo. And I don't have much else to say on it from what I've already said. But I will say it is, uh, again, I'll just reiterate, it's my game of the year so far. It's a fantastic uh, PlayStation exclusive right now that they got. And uh, I think that you should play it if you have a if you're a PlayStation fan, I think you should play it. And I'm going for the platinum. But other than that, guys, I got I got nothing for you this week. I've been pretty busy. A busy boy. That was weak sauce. <laughs> Brendan. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh very little. Um <clears throat> I rewatched for the second time Martyrs. Oh, the, yeah. and, and and I I watched the good 2015 one, not the bad 2008 one. Um, just kidding. He's just joking. Kidding. I'm joking. Uh, you love that joke so much. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie's so brutal. And I watched it like right when I had gotten off work before bed. Um, mm. And oh Jesus! Ah, uh, uh, have you guys seen that? I have not. It's the last movie to give me nightmares ah dude oh my god like i i don't even know what to say besides like making guttural noises like that movie is just so fucked do you still get nightmares for movies yes um one of the last movies that we did gave me nightmares i just i think it was pulse pulse gave me nightmares (laughs) i think it just like Movies, TV shows, things like that, they, they, I don't know if they've ever given, I mean, they probably have at some point in my life, but I think the real things that are frightening to me nowadays are just the real world things that give me nightmares. <laughs> Not so much the movies, but um, interesting. Pulse, huh? Yeah, but I, I, I also constantly have nightmares. I can't really remember the last time I've had a dream. Uh, they're mainly just nightmares. Um, so how do you know your nightmares aren't just your dreams now? Well, uh, uh, that's true. Uh, but Pulse is the last movie that I can remember incorporating into a nightmare. Um, Interesting. Do you remember what happened? I, I, I do not. I do not. Each, each, each day I wake up and I'm just happy that my heart hasn't exploded from the terrifying that's, things I think of. That's me in a nutshell, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the only other standout thing that I watched was Teristas. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that movie. I do. Uh, I only remembered it from uh, the poster of the girl that's in the the hammock and uh, like her arms. <laughs> Did you say hammock? <laughs> the hammock? What is that? Uh, you know the the hammock, the thing like there's two trees and they tie a hammock. Stuff. Oh, a hammock. Gotcha. Yeah, a yeah. hammock. Um, <laughs> why do you, why <laughs> you say it like that? Because that that's how you say it. Is it a not a, not an English word? I, I don't know, but it that's, see, that's see how something it's like that. You just me picturing you saying that that way would give me nightmares before a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on, it's British. Oh my god! Uh, but Kyle, have you seen it, or are you just familiar with it? I'm just familiar with it. Yeah, no, it's a stupid movie. It has a jo- John or Josh Dumel and Olivia Wilde. Um, Ooh, but. The one thing that floored me is it's executive produced by Mark Cuban. Oh, yo, he's a low-key movie fan. 
yeah so i i was uh i thought that was neat i thought that was neat um and the only other thing that i've really been doing is uh the arkham the batman arkham trilogy was uh eight dollars on playstation store so i bought it um and i've just been replaying arkham knight and i'm trying to 100 percent it but i'm probably gonna arkham knight gets shit on quite a bit like how do you feel about that game so far how like how far are you in it don't people um, love that series? Well, so th- uh, this the series, yes, but Arkham yeah. Knight itself, the third one, gets kind of shit on. Um, is th- is oh. that like the? Sorry, Brennan. Go <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go ahead. Is that the the newest one? Well, obviously it's the newest one. Is is that the one where it's like very dark and it's kind of like um, this new Batman movie? Like, yeah. Mm, well, they all have like the like the trilogy has the same <laughs> like theme. Like they're all the same. They look okay. the same. They, but Knight is the newest one. Yeah, it's. I don't know, the most I'll recent. I'll just look it up. Yeah. Um, so this is my second time playing through mm-hmm. it. I didn't 100% it the first time, which is kind of why I'm trying to to do it again. Um, it's fun. There's some, some really, really dark moments. And mm-hmm. I know how Batman says he doesn't kill anyone, but uh, some of the takedowns that he has uh, in Arkham Knight are pretty brutal. Like, he damn near snaps some people's necks. Yeah, I like how when you run people over with the Batmobile to like it, it just zaps them all. It, it zaps them, they fly away. Kind of like, yeah, I was like, okay, he doesn't kill like it. Um, yep. I just thought that was funny. Fun game though. Fun game. Yeah. yeah it's, um, good. it's a good one. I haven't played the first two. Uh so once I beat Arkham Knight, I'm gonna start at the beginning. Nice. Arkham Asylum, the first one is probably my favorite. Got That's that. the one that everyone loves, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are the ones that people kind of debate on which one's the best one. Hmm. Ooh, this one looks really cool. Is it scary? There's which some scary. One? There's some scary moments for sure. Ha- have you actually ran into Man Bat yet? Yes, that that's I he, fucking love Man Bat, dude. He fucking ma- made me jump so hard. The oh first my god! Time yeah, I ran into him. Um, and also the the serial killer side missions. Um, that's really neat. Yeah, yeah. Just so I hear opera music in your vicinity. <laughs> Gotta track him down. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. I like it. Um, Dude, man, bat looks sick. Yeah, no, yeah. he's an awesome yeah. villain. It's Morbius, but better. It's Morbius time. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> uh, we watched a movie. I think. I'm pretty sure all three of us watched it. Um, but before we talk about that, I just want to take another quick moment uh, to shout out the amazing Ruminations Radio Network. Uh, you can go over to the website. Uh, Kyle, can you give me that address again? It's ruminationsradionetwork.com. And you can find all the other wonderful shows on the network. Uh, there are some fan fantastic things going on over there i highly recommend you check it out especially if you like us um but today and even if you don't like us you'll probably find something (laughs) else you'll like more than us so it's fine go find something if you don't like us before just going away go check them out and find someone that you like better than us 100 percent. yeah see if there's any redeeming podcasts in the network like because we're so bad and you hate us so much (laughs) exactly uh but we are talking about a movie, a certain movie, a movie from 
2009. Um, year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was the height. Uh, the right when the subgenre, the torture porn subgenre, kind of became a little bit oversaturated. Um, or you could argue to say a lot oversaturated. Um, and this movie kind of uh, tried to emulate others while trying to stand out on its own. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, because why would you? Because that was a completely vague statement. Uh, we're talking about 2009's The Collector. Collector, Collector. Um, did anyone see this in theaters? I thought you were going to say, did anybody see this? I was like, I hope you all saw it. <laughs> uh, no, I did not see it in theaters. Nor did I. Okay, fair. Neither, neither did I. Uh, it, so, I find it interesting, uh, the people who uh, wrote and directed this movie, uh, but before we get into them, uh, Ian, I want you to hit me with your... Uh, just initial thoughts. Uh, well, um, also, to, where did you stream it or watch it? Do you own it? Yes. Blah blah blah. Or if you yeah. don't own it, would you add to your collection? I'll start with that. Uh, I watched it on the legitimate um, streaming service, oh. Amazon Prime. Look at you! Yeah, <laughs> fully illegal. Um, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, watch it that way. And would I own it? Absolutely. Uh, the reason I haven't owned it owned it is because I can't find like a cool collector's edition. Hey! <laughs> the fact that they haven't made that is insane. There probably is. I just haven't <laughs> looked that hard. Um, first impressions: It was on mm, the pedestal of what is my watch list for. Years, probably a decade, um, until I finally watched it. I think last year, and um, it surpassed my expectations. I no one wanted to watch it with me. They uh, all of my friends said they already saw it, even though they didn't, just because they didn't want to watch it. Yes. And yeah, <laughs> felt very hurt, a little hurt there. Um, but once I got to it and watched it i mean it's it's a really fun experience i think this is a real badass movie and um there's a lot of positives here yeah interesting uh kyle so i streamed this on the hashtag what was it hashtag legal officially legal. fully legal fully legal hashtag fully legal amazon prime um and if uh I don't think I would add it to my collection, <laughs> but um, yeah, to me, this movie was a weird one. Um, I think it had some redeeming qualities for sure, but I would say for the majority of the movie, I was pretty bored watching it, and there was a lot of stylistic choices that were just unnecessary. And I didn't really enjoy, in my opinion, and we can probably cover that later. But um, to me, I feel like that the collector himself as a killer has a lot of potential, but they just don't capitalize on like any of the 
the the potentialness of this of, of, of what they're trying to do um it was it was kind of I, I personally did not enjoy the film but um just the last little thing just the last takeaway yeah sure it was like it had some redeeming qualities i can't even begin to talk about really how i feel so i'm gonna let brand or brendan kind of guide the narrative here and we'll talk about it but it was okay and no i would not add it to my collection uh i also streamed it on i can't believe i'm at what is it hashtag barely legal fully legal <laughs> don't ever say that again <laughs> uh, i streamed it on the hashtag uh fully legal amazon prime thank god i did not have to watch this on tubi um this is my second time seeing the movie. I've seen both of them uh, at least twice before this. Uh, didn't quite remember everything about it. Uh, Kyle, I just want to kind of hit on something you said about the killer. Um, and this is not fat shaming whatsoever, but that dude is not scary. He's got like this little, like, he's got like a pudgy little body and these beady green <laughs> eyes. And it yeah. looks like his mask just looks like there's a bunch of like <laughs> shit molded to his head. Um, yeah, the, yeah. the premise of the collector is a lot more, has a lot more potential than like the way he looks for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, I now remember why this movie for me was fairly Im- immemorable. Is that a word? Non-memorable? It is now. Um, it is now, baby. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's fine. I If if there was a cool... Oh my god, I'm going to do it. Collector's set. Um, <gasps> or if there was a cool collection because oh! of the second one, um, <laughs> then I would definitely collect these um okay oh, that's, that's, oh, i swear god. to god <laughs> um uh, but otherwise i i would not uh purchase this movie um is anyone that's familiar with who the director is yes but that's what we call a hat trick brendan <laughs> what you don't watch a lot of sports, do you? Oh, oh, hat trick three. Yeah, hat trick, hat trick. Yes, yeah. Sorry, I my mind was not in sports <laughs> mode, but I I got it. Um, um it, he's the writer of like Saw four, five, and or four, five, and six, and yeah, seven, four, five, ones. Gotcha. four, five, six. Uh, Piranha three, double D. Um, oh, oh he, dude. he he did Saw seven as well. Like directed it? Uh, no, no, he no, he, he wrote no, Saw wrote the it. final yeah. chapter. Um, with his writing partner, um, who also wrote this with him. Um, I think it's really interesting. Uh, from my research, it seems that, do you guys remember Project Greenlight? Yeah. Uh, so no. I'm, uh, it was a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon thing. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. After they made Goodwill Hunting, they thought that they were like, uh, the gods shit. of filmmaking. Um, <laughs> So from from the research I did, it seems like these two guys got their start on Project Greenlight in 2005 as writers, and then they went on to write The Feast, which it was not a great movie, <clears throat> but uh, that's a movie that I would always see in the aisles at Walmart and stuff like that. Um, and they also wrote the, uh, did you guys watch any of the Into the Dark series? Yes, I have not. They did Pilgrim, which is one of my favorite of those. Um, did not see that one. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I just think it's interesting who the creators of this movie are and looking at their past work, this seems very in the mold for them, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So uh, I, I first uh, want to start off. Uh, I, I don't want to start with the killer. Um, what did you guys think of the setup of, uh, did you have a feeling that, uh, no, that, that, that would have been a weird way to word that. Um, what, okay. So basically just, what did you guys think of the setup introducing Ark into the household and his, the, the rapport that he has with the family members? I thought that was really weird. <laughs> I thought the, the whole thing with, him going inside the daughter's room to have the tea party. I was like, that's, you don't know this man. You He's got a daughter, bro. Yeah. 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 And I thought that was strange. And then when the dad walked in, he was rightfully a little weirded out. Yeah. And then he goes outside and give me a drag, bro. Give me a drag. That's big, bro. And then hands the girl. And he's like, He's being a predator on these young women of this house. <laughs> no, he's not. Inf- no, not sexually. I-, I just mean like he's being a bad influence. I'm just joking. Uh, but um, yeah, it-, it was a little strange. The whole setup of the dynamic made it seem a little bit more casual than it really was. But or you know what? He's he's just a good looking guy, and he's just being uh, apparently. Have you seen his wife? Come on, bro. Um. Oh, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, in the movie. um (laughs) he's just being put in these awkward scenarios and you know i I feel for him uh and and kyle uh going back to what you were saying uh, the the full line i had to write it down let me burn a drag what am i gonna what are you gonna do narc (laughs) yeah i'd be like dude i don't know you and yeah you're not taking my cigarette and also i'm just gonna say he kind of looks like a broke back james mcavoy Am I wrong? I could see that. Okay. I could um, see that. True. A broke back <laughs> James McAvoy. <laughs> okay. Um, so if if you haven't seen this movie, uh the, the premise basically is Arkin is our man, which is a dumb fucking name. What kind of name is that? It's a first name. She literally says that. <laughs> then, oh, what kind of name is Jill? Yeah. <laughs> Like a human name, like a normal fucking name. So he's a contractor on this uh, McMansion, basically, Um, and he knows that. Did you say McMansion? Yeah, McMansion. Yeah. Why McMansion? Uh, It's it's a phrase. I I have. uh, You guys haven't heard of McMansion? No. No. Hold on. McMansion. Yeah. in uh, suburban communities, a McMansion is a pejorative term for a large, mass-produced dwelling. Hmm. Okay. I'll just call uh, it a mansion, but... Teach their own. Teachers own. Teachers own. God. Uh, so he knows that the, that the matriarch of this family has a really expensive gem hidden in his safe. And uh, we, we meet his wife who is not very happy with them. Kyle, you had, you had some words to say about that. I did. I wrote down a note that just says mom got really pissed that he got her a teddy bear present. What the fuck? (laughs) 
absolute smoke show, though. Are we talking about Daniela Alonso? His wife? Yes. Dude. I wrote that in big letters. All caps. Absolute smoke show. She was actually in uh, Wrong Turn 2 as well. Was she? Oh, yeah. yeah she. Um, she's the badass chick. Yeah, and the one who thinks that she's a lesbian because yes. she won't sleep with him. Great times. Uh, so it, they don't explain why, but the they the mom owns owes money to a loan shark. Yeah, which is strange because in the description of the movie on Amazon, it says that he is trying to repay a debt to his wife that he owes. So I was confused about that. Maybe she's the loan shark, and she's gonna beat the shit out of him. What if oh, what if she was the collector? She's the collector. She's the collector. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Anyways, um, so uh, so he he meets up with uh, Dollar Store Ving Rames uh, to basically broke s- back Ving Rames. <laughs> what? Never mind. Broke back. <laughs> um, where he's basically like, we're not going to do this the way we typically do. So he decides to go back to the mansion and the mcmansion mcmansion get it right yeah Brandon, come on. um and he's gonna steal the gem um did anyone see this as a weird kind of plot hole of if the collector was just gonna break into the house and kill the family why did he have to set up all those traps because it's fun does. that's what he does yeah. you know what i'm saying he sets traps. Look, this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> so he does it in the collection. He like sets up a bunch of traps in this nightclub, and then well, yeah, he kills that, that makes people. sense because he's trying to trap people so that they don't get away, so he can kill them. But in yeah. this one, I mean, there's literally no need for a trap because there's one trap I could understand, but this whole elaborate mouse trap thing just for like four people. Also, that's the. the this is part of what goes into my thing about wasted potential because it's hard for me to get behind like a killer without a motive or like some sort of motive for anybody in the movie. I mean, we got the guy trying to get the rock for his wife or whatever, but other than that, there's like really no reason for anything to happen and they never explain it to you. So the fact that he sets traps to collect people, like they don't go into that at all. And that's like, why? Because there's a sequel, and do they? They go don't. Like, they oh, don't wait. explain it in the sequel. I was gonna say, well, they it does explain though. it in the sequel, though. We're not talking about the sequel. We're talking about the collector. So, True. if the sequel was never to come out, which I'm surprised it got a sequel, to be honest. But if it, it was, was never to come out, like we would was, have no idea what the motive was for any of this. Uh, it actually was a, is supposed to be a trilogy, uh, but mm-hmm. they have officially canceled the third one due to creative indifference unfortunate <laughs> they probably tried to bring on like a good writer <laughs> <laughs> oh. just, kidding. just kidding just Damn. kidding uh but before we get more into this movie uh i think i don't know about you guys but i think it's time for an official ruminations of red rum thick piss break uh so please enjoy an ad for the other shows on the network. 
Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. And we're back. Those are some great sounding shows. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, yes. They were loving it. McMansion it. So, Ian, I'm going to come down on you a little hard here. Tell Hell me yeah. why you like this movie. Um, I really enjoy the style that it's shot in. I... Um, that's one thing that I like most about the Saw films is they kind of throw on this like filter and it's it it really allows the colors and the lighting to really pop in like a vivid way. And um, that's 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 a, a really big part of why I like this movie. But it's just fun. Like it shows all the traps beforehand and it delivers like it should it it shows the use of all the traps and even some of the traps they don't show, like um, they incorporate it in some way, like the, um, the stick trap, the sticky floor trap. Mm. Um, it didn't show anything beforehand. Then he walked in there. He was like, Oh snap. The floor is glue. And uh, that cat was on there. And the only thing about that scene that kind of bugged me was when he was pulling that cat up, (laughs) And it like obviously showed this might have been like a cut or, or like a um, for NC-17 rating um, reason. But um, they showed like some of the guts coming out of the the cat when he initially picked it up. And then when he threw it at the um, the window, it was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And then it got cut in half. The cat. There was a couple things like that. Like um, I thought. Well, actually, sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Cut it, Dean. No, that was it. I, okay. I think it was just for, for cutting reasons and for, like, rating. Show us the gut cut. The good cut. Yeah, the lighting was a weird choice, because, like, they were uh, definitely borrowing from the Saw lighting film. <laughs> like, um, and Saw kind of made sense, though, based on the location and, like, the backup lighting, the backup generator, and stuff like that. But in this, like, I like, I found it so strange how, like, the whole house was lit up in, like, green lighting and stuff. Didn't make a lot of sense to me, but um, going back to what you said about the cat thing, um, I thought it was a really cool shot when they were following him down the hallway, and then uh, the lightning flashed, and you saw all the wires. Yes. And then, oh my god. Yes. That shot was really fucking cool. But then it, it was kind of strange because like the, they show the shot, and he's walking towards it, and you don't see the wires. They do the lightning it exposes them. And then in the very next shot, you could just see all the wires again without the lightning. So it's like they, they did it like the wires were completely CG for sure. When the lightning um, flashed and then the next scene, they just had all the wires set up so you could just see them naturally. And I just thought that was kind of weird, but Mm. a little inconsistent. Yeah. I do think one of the best uses of the traps for suspense is when, uh, Jill and her uh, boyfriend or that just random dude uh, come home 
and uh, they start like making out and they kind of do like this little dance or not an actual dance, but like they're moving through the house and they just oh, keep yeah. narrowly missing the traps. Like Jill almost steps on the nail stairs. Um, mm-hmm. Rat dude almost like backs into the machete thing. <laughs> rat dude. <laughs> he looks like a fucking rat. Um, <clears throat> did a, like a, the animal. Um, and also a fucking snitch who will get stitches. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, uh, what, uh, what was your guy's favorite trap? Oof. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I really liked the bear trap. Um, there wasn't like any real creativity with that one, but seeing that dude actually fall into all of those bear traps and it like sinking into each of his limbs and and then his face. That was, um, that was really cool. I agree. Little creativity, but probably the best kill. Um, I thought the worst, I I thought the worst, most pointless trap was when he walked into the bathroom of fish hooks hanging from wire. (laughs) That's my favorite one. That one's so pointless. Like you can Why literally just walk through them. There's a bunch of points. It, no, but like he actually, uh, uh, <laughs> he actually walks through them. And he's just like brushing them away with his hand. I was like, <laughs> like annoyed that they were getting in his way. It was. Well, I mean, it got him, didn't it? Yeah, it got him right no. in the eye. No, no, I don't think that one got him. Yeah, well, yeah. When he walks in, sure. it goes right into his eye. Does it? Yeah. yeah. And he oh, he's like, oh, that fucking hurt and then he just pulls it up i must have been on my phone during that part (laughs) (laughs) um so now comes a question that i asked you gentlemen to prepare for what are we we rating i totally forgot about this oh okay well you're gonna have to come up with it on the fly um if before we get into this brendan yeah can we talk about the um projector kill as oh well. yes with the scissors that was Go really ahead. Yeah. fucking cool um when the uh daughter jill right uh what kind of name is that by the way uh, <laughs> she grabs the scissors and then like grandma's name does she get like a where does the zip line kind of grab her it like, like wraps around line? her wrist and then yeah yeah her. and then just fucking launches her at a projector that has um it like knives to the wall oh <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love this episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really awesome. That is. Oh, yeah. and and uh, I guess kind of a foreshadow would have been like the very beginning where they're setting up the projector and it shows like his daughters on the screen. Or do you think it's a reach where she says, "I just want to drag," and she gets no. dragged? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> It all um, comes around. Maybe this uh, is just so well written that uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, did did this move? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Just on the the projector kill. Um, those those nails though weren't that like big. Do you think it really could have held her body weight? Like, because they were pretty spaced out too. Well, it was the the wire holding her as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Can we? Talk oh, I like the thing going through her eye too. Did you I see was that? just gonna say, yeah, that yeah. final shot of it, and you can see it goes through her left eye and is pointing at like the bridge of her nose. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was that was a good shot. Um, was this movie like overly grainy for everyone? Yeah, like grainy, like, like the film quality. 
Yeah, it looked like they were just pouring a bag of like sand in front <laughs> of the screen while they're in front of the camera while they were recording. Yeah, it almost feels like a flashback from a Saw movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. That's the perfect way to explain it, actually. Um, which is like kind of what I liked about it. I haven't seen a movie that looks intentionally like this. So, so do you think just because it's the only one it deserves kudos? Well, I mean, I like the movie. No, no, I'm not talking about the movie as a whole. I'm just saying, like, the filter, the the, the sandbag uh, filter. I think it should be, like, known that it's fairly unique unless there's, like, another movie that does that. Well, I'm sure there is. There, there probably is, but not, like, a... I don't know. I don't know. But Did you like it, Brendan? Did I like the graininess? Yes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> It, Saul does it good. Saul does everything good. Saul is great. <laughs> Saul is God. Um, but the, this just does feel like I, I. While you guys were just talking about that, I was thinking: Is it ethically okay to basically take the movie that that you and your writing partner have just written the past four installments of and basically rip it off? Is that ethically okay? Um, I don't think because when this came out, I think they only made the Saw 4, right? Uh, let's see. They did Saw 4 and Saw 5. Okay. Okay. So yeah, fair point. But okay. So you're ripping off the movie that you've written the past two installments of while it's you're, just- while, while you're concurrently writing the th- the sixth Saw movie. It's just the traps, man. Like that's this that's movie all to is. me feels like it like it lacks personality, I think is why I don't like the movie that much. And it, it like it lacks a soul. It's just kind of like it kind of just exists. But uh, yeah, to, to answer your question, um I mean it's fine if that's what they choose they want to do. And there's going to be people out there that enjoy it. I mean, clearly we have one of them on this cast, but I I just don't know if it's, I mean, I personally noticed that it's just a weak attempt to kind of copy it and it doesn't have any of the soul that saw did in my opinion. I agree. Um, so the final question that I have for you gentlemen, the question that hopefully there's some Ian, hopefully you at least came up with something better. Um, if you were, <laughs> if, if you were 2009's The Collector, what is one trap you would make in that house? Ian, do you want to start? Ian, you had a pretty good one. <laughs> um so i'm gonna go with my with my remade one but i'm gonna can i share both of them of course of both course. of them okay um so the i have like a, a weird thing where i don't like to speak graphically about my thoughts like my true dark thoughts and um fears and um nightmares because i think that they will like manifest into reality so i went a little tame with it um i would rig a setup where um 
they would open a door and there'd be a shotgun on the other side. Classic, classic um, little string on the on the trigger there. Um, but instead of blowing like a hole in their chest or their head, I want to go for their feet. Oh. And uh, I'm going to tell you why. So I'll be downstairs, right? I'll be torturing the, uh, the husband and the wife there. Arkin, dumb hillbilly, right? <laughs> Walks into a room. <laughs> his feet get blown off. Gives me, I hear the boom. I know what happened. Go run up to him. Then I can do whatever I want with him, right? Yeah. Okay. That so that, a, that was. That is really good. Thank you. And then my first thought when you, when you asked me this question <laughs> was, all right, so walk into a room, right? I want a very, very powerful suctiony vacuum that <laughs> rips someone's clothes off, right? <laughs> and in that room, I'm going to have hundreds and h- thousands of dildos, right? Frozen. From the penis up, the suction will be on every single corner of the room. Um, once they fall into the room, it's bound to penetrate one of their holes. Classic saw trap. And to a lot of people, though, that's going to be a good time. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not going to be a trap. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a good trap. If anything, but... It is a good um, trap. Thank you. I, I personally didn't think of this beforehand because I forgot, but I'll just try to think of something off the top of my head that would give me nightmares and kind of kind of depict what scares me. So I'll say I would rig a system where somebody would walk through a door and there would be like a beam towards their feet that would swing out and trip them. They would fall into a chair which would then have that glue stuff on it and they'd be stuck there. When that happens, it would trigger the switch that turns on a TV and <laughs> replays the dance scene from Colobos on repeat <laughs> <laughs> while simultaneously turning on another screen that just goes through Ian's letterbox reviews and you have to read them while you watch Colobos dancing over and over again. Uh, that would be mine. That'd be mine. Nice. Uh, That's a good one. Thank you. I would want to get stuck in that trap. That was just off the top of my head. <laughs> um, I feel like mine is mine is a bit more tame, but it kind of has uh, some impact, I think. Um, and this would be for a post collection. So once he has left and departed the scene, granted that the house doesn't explode. Um, and this is kind of a, a little homage to one of my favorite slasher movies, You're Next, um, yeah, where instead where, I was going. where instead they use an axe. Um, I would take a, uh, a piece of like uh, a pallet and I would uh, hammer hundreds of rusty uh, nails into it and I would attach it to each door in the house so that... Uh, when you know, like uh, paramedics and the cops and everyone came to the scene when they broke down the door, um, it would be like a like a final denouement, if you will. Um, cool. So that's nice. Fine. Yeah. Um. So unless there's anything else that you guys want I do. to talk about, okay. I mean, there's a lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first um, of all, we'll get just like on the base level. Why do people still use loan sharks and not just get like a credit card like a normal person? <laughs> <laughs> like we're in 2000. Okay. 2009 at this point, And you're going through a loan shark. Just because it's 1925. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Yo, he's the kingpin. God. Um, the, I really liked the, um, the kill on the mother. I guess it didn't really kill her, but um, when she saw her husband and she ran upstairs, there was like a flash, like from a camera, and then she got stabbed. And I thought that was a really cool shot. Yeah, that was, that was re- kind of brutal. The redeeming qualities for me about this movie are, um, like, the editing is is pretty good. Like the transitions and stuff mm-hmm. are actually uh, very interesting. Some of them, and that was one of them. He does a lot of like pan zooms and stuff too that are really cool, but. Um. Yeah, that scene was it was fine, but um, the zoom up on her face and everything was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I have um is in all caps, exploding dog exclamation mark cod zombies moment come to the big screen. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to the collector's dog. Um, I just want <laughs> to go over this real quick because the dog has a name and his name is Arrow. In real life, his name is Arrow. Hold on, I'm pulling up some real quick. Yo, is he like the Airbud of horror movies? Kind of, actually. <laughs> so, so his name's Arrow. He's known for the Collector, but he was also in Beyond Keep the Streak Alive in 2010. He was in oh. Beyond Pressure 2015, and I love his description on. He has a description on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ero is an actor and cinematographer oh known for The Collector 2009, Beyond Keith, and Beyond Wrestletopia 2010. Played The Collector's Dog. So shout out to Ero. I mean, he's probably passed on now. Hopefully not, but shout out to him. So I hope you guys know this dog has made more money than all of us collectively have. He has yeah. credits on IMDb. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, wait, oh, there was two things I wanted to bring up. I can't believe I forgot. Um, they say the, uh, they, they don't use any slurs throughout the movie, but then there's the one scene where Arkin throws out the F word like 10 times. He's just rapid firing them off. Oh yeah. Yeah, They got him going a little weird. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I thought would have been hysterical is, uh, when the dad is tied up downstairs and um, he's telling them him that Arkin that there's a gun in the safe, I want you to go get it. And he gives Arkin the safe code. Arkin should have been like, damn, I was so close. <laughs> I thought that would have been hysterical. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Oh my God. There's a lot of funny moments in this movie. Um, like dumb moments that are dumb that are funny. Um, it, like, that would have been me? awesome. Like, when he gets inside the house in the beginning, he gets all the way to the safe without running into a single trap, and then he turns the corner, and all of a sudden there's, like, traps set everywhere. <laughs> That's <laughs> another funny point. Yo, I wrote in my, uh... Like, he goes through the whole house. Yeah. And doesn't, and like, doesn't notice a single trap, and all of a sudden there's a trap in every room right after he leaves it. That's like, hilarious. What? I, uh, I That's wrote... no sense. Um, guy works quick. He's a quick, uh... Quick hard worker. He, ah, dang it. I was going to write the trap that he did um, before this. 
because I knew that was going to be brought up. And damn it. Ugh, forget about it. Why is he collecting p- people? Because he's a psychopath, Kyle. Does he have to have a reason? What's with the emphasis on the bugs? Oh, yeah, like in the opening? Like throughout the oh. whole movie. Like towards the end, too, there's this weird, strange zoom in on a CG spider, and he's like, <laughs> and then it goes, it, like, it switches. <laughs> like, God, like, what was the point of that? It makes maybe, zero sense. Maybe because he's an exterminator he and he kills people that he doesn't think are worthy of living. I got the impression he wasn't an exterminator because he rips off the thing off his car at the end. But he was, well, I mean, doing, he was doing extermination work at the beginning. He's a human exterminator. Oh, God. Okay, can we end this podcast? And, <laughs> and not to be confused with an ex-terminator, someone who was previously a terminator. Terminator. <laughs> terminator. Um, well, so if there are uh, no more final thoughts... Um, let's get into our final thoughts. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, Ian, Ian, uh, what do I got to go first? Give me a number. You know what? Give me a I don't number. want to go first. Kyle. What? Kyle, I guess. Um, I was bored. This movie had a lot of potential with the killer and the premise, and they don't emphasize or kind of elaborate on any of it. I think some of the kills were kind of cool, but none of the characters were likable to me. I didn't think the writing was good at all. Um, what story was there was was pretty basic and kind of bland. And there was real no motivation for 99% of the characters in this movie outside of the main character who was just trying to get money for his wife that owned Lone Sharks. Um, overall, though, I, I think a lot of the artistic choices in this movie seem copy and paste from other things that I've seen. And uh, the ending credit song was absolutely terrible. But overall... I would say uh, I give this movie a I'm going to give it a 60%. 60. In my heart, though, it's an F. But I think the actual quality of the movie is probably a D. That's fair. Ian? I thought it was going to be way lower. Way lower. Seeing Dom's rating. like She gave it like a 30 which I don't think she actually means 30 when she, when she oh, goes no. that way. No, 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 no. She no, does? She means it. She oh, means my it. goodness. <laughs> she means it. And yes. then, like, like I said, I agree with, like, in my heart, this is an F. Like, for sure. And I think the only thing that m- bumps it up to a D mm-hmm. is, um, like, the camera work is pretty good at times. And a couple of the kills are good, but that is literally the only two redeeming qualities out of this film. Um, and for that, I would probably... You know what? I changed my mind. I'm going with a 58. 58. A 58, yeah. Brutal. Um, it sucks you guys didn't enjoy it as much as I do. Um, or I did. Uh, I think this movie rocks. I liked the style of the movie. I liked pretty much everything you hated, Kyle. Um, and I thought it was a really fun watch, uh, even the second uh, viewing. But I think I liked it 
um i didn't like it more but um it just made a lot more sense i guess after watching the collection um but it's a fun watch and yeah it's got some got some good kills got some really good kills um i'm gonna give it an 80 it's funny we Uh, we were 20 minutes into the movie and tom was like this is ian's picks huh and i was like yeah (laughs) but brendan likes this movie too well he did apparently no 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 no, i know that 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 wasn't a diss but she she rarely rarely vibes with your picks is all i'm saying yeah because she hated it a lot more than i did like she really hated it but obviously yeah um there are some redeeming qualities about this movie. Uh again, I uh even though I I think that it was a little bit too grainy, I love the style that Saul kind of created and I love where that style has gone uh from there. The the kills are, are pretty good. Um I Ar- Arkin is a, a t- not only a terrible name but just a terrible <laughs> character. Yeah. Um I'm glad that the ending wasn't as nihilistic. It, for some reason I thought that the collector did take the girl instead of him. I don't know why that was that was how I remembered the movie happening. Um so I'm glad that the movie wasn't that nihilistic. Uh but it's it, as a double feature with the collection it's 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 uh fun to just throw on and watch and hang out with people um so i would probably give it a 65 which ooh, that's a good number that gives us an official red room rating of 67.666 repeating it went down to 67 jeez um so yeah, how do you guys feel about that score? Good, bad. I no do you not care. No, no I, I, I. This is a weird movie because, like, I wanted to like it. Like, it's it's. I thought I was gonna like it a lot more actually than I did because it kind of got a lot of hype for me. And, and oh, then, oh my god. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like what. Like, you really, you really like the movie. Like, yeah, you were talking about it for a little bit, and I love slashers, and it's early two thousands. Like, it, like it checked all the boxes. It wasn't just you hyping it, uh, or not even hyping it, but just you liking it. Um, mm-hmm. I really wanted to like it, and I, I'm, I'm bummed that it was very mediocre. I'm, I'm really bummed. So. Do I think it fits the percentage? Yeah. Am I happy it's that percentage? Absolutely not. <laughs> I wish I liked it more. I honestly do. Well, if there are no further thoughts, I think it's time to get to my favorite game in the world. More than Arkham Knight. More than Call of Duty Zombies. We got is it fresh? Is it rotten? Is it fresh? I don't know. Is it Anyways, we <laughs> that was perfect. Pitch perfect, I would say. Um, we have 
the ever wonderful game. Uh, what do we know what the score is right now? Oof, I have it written Oof. down, but I would have to pull it up. Okay, no, no worries. Um, if you guys I'll are ready, ready for the next one. Okay, perfect. Uh, if you guys are ready, I think we're just gonna jump right into it. I'm ready. Can't wait. You got Let's this. Go. You got this. All right. Movie number one. A brutal mugging leaves Gray Trace paralyzed in the hospital and his, be- his beloved wife dead. A billionaire investor soon offers Trace a cure, an artificial intelligence implant called STEM that will enhance his body. Now oh. able to walk, Gray finds that he is also that he also has superhuman strength and agility, skills he uses to seek revenge against the thugs who destroyed his life. Genre, action, horror. I fucking love this movie. It's fresh. Ian says fresh. I don't know the film, so fresh. We got two freshes, and we got two correct answers. Let's go. Guess number ten. <laughs> Great director, too. Yes. Very topical. I agree. Right. Um, I, oh, I didn't even plan that. Ian, do oh you know God. it? Because if you know it, I'll guess first. I don't know the percentage, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess 76. That's a good guess. It can't be that fresh. <laughs> 76 <laughs> is a good one, though, because it kind of covers your lower 80s. Yeah. All through your seventies, your higher sixties. It's good. It's a good guess. Seventy-four. Ooh, you are both incorrect. It is oh. sitting at a staggering eighty-seven percent. Damn, dude! It was either seventy-six or eighty-six for me. Damn, how ridiculous was, was it? This I'm is two thousand eighteen's. Upgrade, written and directed by Lee Wanell, uh, distributed by Blumhouse. Mm, okay. Hell yeah. Never seen it. This is a horror movie, right? Kind of? Yeah. Hell yeah. We should cover that. It, it's pretty solid, from what I remember. Um, Hold on. We, oh, yeah. Really quick. One last thing. Yeah. Ian, do you like the collector or the collection more? The collector. <laughs> the collection? The collector? Oh, the collector. Okay. I personally enjoy the collection more. Interesting. Okay. More cool. traps. Um, number dos. In the mid-21st century, an epidemic of organ failures leads to the rise of Geneco, a company providing transplants at a great price. Those who miss their payments become targets of Geneco mercenaries who repossess the organs in a world of drug addiction and legalized murder a sheltered youth qu- uh, seeks a cure for her rare disease as well as information about her family's mysterious history her questions are answered at oh, i can't say that that's going to give it away well, don't question- say it, just pause just like okay yeah. bleep yeah do bleep bloop bleep bloop uh what's the genre Oh, that was it? Oh, sorry. Uh, genre. Horror a musical. Musical? Musical. Yeah, baby. What's the name what? of the company again? Uh, Geneco. G-E-N-E-C-O. One Gene word. Co. What's the, uh, what's the name of the movie again? 
Kind of sounds like Jenko, which Jenko Jeans, is this a 90s movie? No. (laughs) No. That Uh, um, name sounds so familiar. But I'll go fresh. I'll go fresh. You are both correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Horror musicals tend to do pretty good. They do. Just musicals in general, usually. Yeah. I'm gonna go. 82. Great guess. See, you're getting better at this. You're getting better at this, Ian. I'm telling you, that's a good guess. I'll say. See, because now that's a good guess. I don't want to pick it, but now it's going to look like I'm going to copy you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you look like a bitch. And then I look like a bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you got the guess right on. Um, I'll say... Fuck. I'll say 78. Kyle's the closest. It is a 73%. Oh. The movie is 2009's Repo, The Genetic Opera. Written oh, I know that movie. by Darren, or directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, written by Darren Smith and Terrence Dunich, 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 something. That movie's that movie's great. I love it. It's on my watch list. Never heard of it. It also has Paris. It's got Hilton. that guy with like the red thing on the thing, right? Like the it red. Also, red? It, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. red mask or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh. It has yeah, a yeah. Paris Hilton, Meatloaf, Anthony Head, great. What? Stacked cast is what you're saying. Interesting. Yeah, even though Meatloaf is a cuck. Um, and Paul Sorvino. Um. Anyways, movie number three. Hey, you guys ready? I'm ready. <laughs> when the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate they have inherited. That is all one sentence, by the way. Jesus Christ. Genre. Sounds like a run-on. Actually, actually yeah. can you repeat it? I'm sorry. When the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate they have inherited. I'm going to go rotten on this one. Sounds like Haunting of Connecticut Ghost of Georgia, to be honest. Um, I I would love if you're right. (laughs) I would love if you're right. It's definitely not. Um, It's got to be rotten, though. Are those our final answers? Yeah. It is fresh. That is... This is 2018's written by Ari Aster and directed by Ari Aster. Oh distributed by God. A24. Hereditary sitting at a 68%. That's the description? Yeah, yeah it's only one run on sentence. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I was waiting right. for him to be like, it was the 2018 film Blade Runner 24. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Sure. Um, wow. Interesting. All right. Moving on to number four. Is this the last one, or do we have five? I have five pulled up. So, I mean, if you guys want to go five, I'll go five. 
I was going to do four and then use a fifth I, as a tiebreaker. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I know um, Ian usually does four. Yeah. Um, in a spooky small town, when a slew of pizza delivery boys are slain on the job, two daring survivors set out to catch the culprits behind the cryptic crime spree genre horror comedy. Mm, I know this one, I think. It has to be like an 80s movie, right? It's it's got the vibe of an eighties movie, but it's not an eighties movie. I think I know this. I think I'm not sure, but I think is this Teenage go... Ninja Turtles number two, Secret of the Ooze? I wish it was. If you think I that's would... a horror comedy, then oh, horror comedy! Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> it's Blade Runner twenty forty. I'm gonna go. I think if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it's rotten. But. There's a lot of people that think things are fresh, so who knows nowadays? I'm gonna go. I've rotten. never seen a good Pizza Boy movie, and if this is an '80s, if this is from the '80s, I don't know. I'm just telling it. It's rotten. It's rotten. You are both correct. Hey, but answer my question. The uh, the critics is fresh, right? Nope. Interesting. Okay. Never mind. I still think I know what it is. Oh, you told me not to answer your question. (laughs) (laughs) What sucks is like once you get to to Rodden, you kind of have to guess what kind of F it is. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because there's only one grade for 50% um, or 40. 40%. I'm going to guess 58. I'm going to go uh, 49. Ah, damn it. I was really hoping, Ian, that you would get it just so we could have the tiebreaker because I wanted to do one more. I'm going to guess again. It's 40. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, uh, it is. Uh, this movie sits at 36%. It is. None other than 824's 2018 horror oh, comedy Slice, starring Chance the Rapper. I was wrong. Splice? Slice. Slice? Yeah. It's uh, not good. Oh, there it is, yeah. Oh, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Um, you know what? Bring on the fifth question. Bring it on. Okay, oh, thank you. I'm glad. I am so glad. All right. And this one is uh, precise and to the point. Four fascists kidnap young men and women and subject them to torture and perversion. Ooh. Okay. So, critic. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you please repeat that? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Four fascists kidnap young men and women and subject them to torture and perversion. Sounds like Blade Runner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I should have changed it to Blade Runner. That would have been great. Um, I'm going to go run. Yeah. So this is a weird one. No, it's it's got to be Rodden though, because we're going off of it's audience, be Rodden, bro. We're going off of audience, so it's got to be Rodden. Final answers. 
that I feel like every time you say final answer, <laughs> it's the opposite of what we said. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. No, no, because Ian, Ian, Ian was trailing off. I wasn't sure. Um, you are both incorrect. It, we, is, what? it is fresh. It's at a sixty-three percent. Oh, just oh that's it. not that much though. Just made it. This is a, and if you don't know, this Hell. is a solo or the one hundred twenty days of Sodom by Pier Pier Paolo Pasolini. Pasolini. So people really do like this movie. I guess sixty-three percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what the collector is sitting at on Letterbox. It's like sixty-something percent. Yeah, I think it has a 3.0. Yeah, it's like a 60. Yeah, th- I, I, I think that, that for that movie, I, that, I think yeah. that that's fair. I, I thought it was going to be a lot higher when I looked it up, honestly. I thought it was, I thought it was going to sit in like the 70 range for me personally. Like, I, I was expecting to give it a 3.5 going in. I was. Sorry, I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyways, this has been another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. The pudgy, green-eyed serial killer of the Ruminations Radio Network. Um, If you like what we're doing here, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Ruminations of Red Rum and on Twitter at Of Red Rum. That's O-F Red Rum. And please subscribe to our iTunes or Spotify. You can give us a rating on Spotify now. That's a new thing. It's cool. We're sitting at a five. Make that five. Stay at a five. Um, is that the highest you can go? On that Spotify, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we are, uh, we're sitting up there uh, in, the, in the upper echelon of podcasts. Upper um, echelon. Uh, Ian, uh, could you just, uh, again, say how to get to the Discord? Uh, you can go on our Twitter account, which is OF, Red Rum. That's of Red Rum. And go on our bio, and there should be a link to the Discord. Awesome. Thank you. I promise I'll remember that for next time. Yeah. Um, but I have been your host, the New Blood. And with me, as always, is Ian Batui. Michael, you're going to like this one. But you know what? If you've been working really hard these past couple of days, like it, it's, it's April, guys. It's, you know. That's a month. Coming. It's a month. It's a month. We're, we're approaching Easter. Wait, Great when's month. Easter? It's in April, right? It's April. this Sunday. It's yeah. in a, isn't it uh, the 20th? Yeah, I think it's a Sunday. Oh. I don't know. Um, but just enjoy your Easter. And, um, yeah, have fun. And the ever-spectacular Kyle with the gay. Yep, I tried. All right, so after the House of Wax episode, I just need to defend my stance on one thing here real quick. (laughs) It's not the fact that I prefer Ian drinks Pepsi over... A liquid oh my IV. God. Okay, it's the, the the problem is is that Pepsi knows that it's bad for you and it doesn't try to tout that it's good for you. Okay, liquid IV is trying to trick you. They know they're bad and they're trying to represent themselves as being healthy for you. And Pepsi is the real hero of this story. That's Thank a you. very good point, Co. Thank you. Stay spooky, folks. <laughs>